Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Friday, October 14th, and this is People Every Day. Hi, guys. I'm Janine Rubenstein, and I'm here today to celebrate both Friday and National Dessert Day with you. (laughs) Isn't it sweet? I'm a chocolate and nuts kind of girl myself, but you fruity treat lovers out there, more power to you. Live it up today. And we've got a sweet show for you today, too. We'll hear about a hot new trend, and trust me, it's not what you think. But before that, we're checking in on Hollywood's hottest couples and whether they're making up, breaking up, or just shaking it up. We'll also hear from country singer Brett Eldridge before he begins his Christmas tour, Glow, which I cannot believe Christmas is just about two months away. I can't. Uh, What I can do is get into all those stories and more right now. Yesterday, PMB Rock's girlfriend, Stephanie Saibun Huang, broke her silence following the rapper's fatal shooting back in September at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Los Angeles. In a heartbreaking Instagram post featuring photos and videos of the couple throughout the years, Saibun Huang, who shares a two-year-old daughter, Zuri, with the late rapper, opens up about witnessing his death. She writes, quote, I'm not supposed to be here, but because of him, I am. No one would be able to handle this. To be honest, I can't even handle this. The 31-year-old mother and fashion designer goes on to describe how the love of her life selflessly threw her under a table at the restaurant so she would not come to any harm. She also discusses her survivor's guilt, her faith, and her pain at the loss of her soulmate, who she sees as an angel looking down on her. She says, quote, They say your angels come and stop by and visit you, but I feel like mine is always here. It ain't no stopping by. This life we live on earth is just temporary before we get to heaven or hell, where we will spend eternity. Only thing matters in this short life is love. Just so sad and senseless. I wish her and her daughter nothing but healing and grace as they navigate through something so tragic and unimaginable. Next, Issa Rae is not afraid to speak out about how little she thinks Hollywood has actually changed in the Me Too era, even if it means taking on the powerful world of superhero movies. Citing actor Ezra Miller's continued work on Warner Brothers' film The Flash, despite being mired in controversy and accusations, Rae said this, There's a person who's a repeat offender, who's been behaving atrociously, and as opposed to shutting them down and shutting the production down, there's an effort to save the movie and them. That is a clear example of the lengths that Hollywood will go to save itself and to protect offenders. Miller, who is non-binary and uses they-them pronouns, has been accused of harassment and abuse by multiple women. Many among them allege that the perks of being a wallflower actor tried to fight them in bars. Even more unsettling, these allegations come from locations across the globe, with incidents said to have occurred in Iceland, Berlin, and Hawaii. Miller did issue a statement of apology for their behavior, citing complex mental health issues for which they are seeking treatment. 
Though Issa Rae is not pushing for a full cancellation of Miller just yet, she does think that filming on The Flash should at least be paused until an investigation has been conducted. In an interview with a news outlet, she said, quote, While I don't support people jumping to immediate conclusions, and I think it's entirely fair for investigations to happen, I think it's extremely important to, like the mantra says, listen to women. The Barbie actress said she's remaining focused on what she can control and continued with, I can hold people accountable within my world and my bubble. I don't have to work with everybody. All money isn't good money. All people aren't good people. Truer words have not been said. At least we can rest assured that Issa Rae is one person striving to be the best possible version of herself that she can be. And that version isn't afraid to speak out on what she believes in. And now we are bringing you into all the goings-on of the hottest celebrity couples from Hollywood to the music industry. I always want to know what's up with my favorite Hollywood couples. And before we head into the weekend, I thought we should check in on them. It's time for our Heart Monitor segment where we tell you who's heating up, who's still going strong, and who's fizzling out. And lucky for us, one of our favorite couples is back in the news. You know I'm talking about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Joining me now to give us the updates we need to know is People's Director of Digital Specials and Features, Kate Hogan. Hey, Kate. Welcome to the show. Hey, Janine. Thanks so much for having me. Well, let's get into it. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are both smitten and stylish. The couple attended a Ralph Lauren fashion show in Southern California yesterday, both wearing all-black ensembles and looking very chic. And it's the first update we've had in a while, right? I know. I feel like we saw so much of them right around this Georgia wedding, and then they kind of retreated. But last night, they came out to this very starry Ralph Lauren fashion show, and they looked amazing. They were both in black. J-Lo had this very cool fedora and matching clutch. Ben matched her in a very sleek suit with a tie and a button-up shirt. And they were just gazing into each other's eyes and all these photos. They're clearly in that newlywed honeymoon glow phase. So this is like we're married and we're just going out to events, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, they're longtime fans of Ralph Lauren, too. Partnership made sense. He did J-Lo's custom wedding gowns for their Georgia wedding. They have a really strong friendship with the designer and even if they've kind of been out of the spotlight for the last few months, I have a feeling they would do anything for Ralph. Another couple that attended the Ralph Lauren show, though, Sylvester Stallone and his wife, Jennifer Flavin. The two were going to divorce very recently, but they called it off last month. And we've seen them out and about a few times since reconciling. So tell me more about this. So Sylvester and Jennifer were also at this fashion show with two of their adult daughters, Sophia and Sistine. And Sistine posted the whole thing on TikTok with a caption that said family outing. And the four of them looked amazing and happy together. This whole divorce situation was such a whirlwind because it was early September that they filed. And by the end of the month, they'd reconciled. And now they've been out a couple of times posting love you photos together. For sure. It can happen, guys. But we have to talk about a couple where people are wondering if things are going well or not. David and Victoria Beckham. So fans noticed that Posh Spice's tattoo of her husband's initials seemed to be faded in recent photos, leading to speculation that there's trouble in paradise. But she's setting the record straight and letting everyone know things are okay, right? 
Yes. So I think there's often speculation about these two in the press, but Victoria went on Hoda and Jenna yesterday and said that she's just having some of her tattoos removed. She didn't think this one looked that nice anymore. And it literally means nothing more than that. She's had a few other tattoos removed too, not just his initials. I can see that. She she has that clean, chic look going. Uh, well, I'm glad everything is okay there. But before I let you go, let's play a little game called Do You Ship It? So I'm going to give you the names of three potential couples that we've kind of heard about and tell me what you know, what you don't know, and what you think about if this is real or not. Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid. So it was reported that Leo was in Paris for Paris Fashion Week, where Gigi was on several runways, and a source told People that the two looked like they were having a good time together, but we haven't seen them yet. There's been like one grainy photo where you couldn't even tell it was the two of them, so I'm not sure this is real. All right, we're not shipping them just yet. Trevor Noah and Dua Lipa. Yeah, I like this pairing if it is true. They were photographed having dinner in New York City last month. Yeah, I think they're both really cool and interesting. And I think they would make a fun match. But, you know, Dua said on the iHeartRadio podcast at your service that this is the first time she's not been in a relationship in a long time. And she said it's really been great to be alone and kind of only think about herself. So I think it was probably a more casual thing, but I wouldn't mind it. Okay. So not serious, but they could be kind of Possibly in going in ship territory, maybe. For sure. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Brad Pitt and Emily Ratajkowski. What do we know? This is another one that we haven't seen together yet, but a source told people that Brad's having fun with Emily, who just recently divorced her husband after a couple of years of marriage. And a Brad Pitt source told people they have a lot to talk about and always have a great time when they hang out, but their friends don't say it's serious. And Emily actually spoke to Variety this week and said, again, like Dua, she's newly single for the first time in a long time and kind of enjoying thinking about herself and not a relationship. I love this. The ladies being like, look, no strings attached. I'm having fun right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's all about like self-love and self-care and I'm here for it. Thanks so much, Kate. We'll be keeping an eye on these couples. And it was so great talking to you and having you on. We have to do this again. Yes. Thanks so much, Janine. In a few minutes here, we're going to be talking about the latest trend, and it's one that is being embraced by pro athletes and famous actors alike. The trend? Pickleball. (laughs) But first, it is New Music Friday, and if you're an elder millennial, like myself, you've probably already listened to Blink-182's new single, Edging. On this song, the group is rejoined by lead singer Tom DeLonge, who hasn't been with them since 2012. The band announced the release of this new single on Monday to be followed by a full album and tour in 2023. We were also graced with a new song from classic rock band Queen today. The song, entitled Face It Alone, originated during sessions for Queen's 1989 album, The Miracle, and features vocals from the late great lead singer, Freddie Mercury. And to keep this new Music Friday rolling, we have an interview with country singer Brett Eldridge coming up just on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. 
Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you love country music, you are in for a treat. My next guest is country music star Brett Eldridge, who's known for hits like Don't Ya, uh, Mean to Me, Drunk on Your Love, and Songs About You. Just trying to get through these songs about you. That one's from his last album of the same name. He also has a combined total of nine gold and platinum certified singles and seven number one country radio hits. Well, buckle up because he's back with his annual Glow Live holiday tour that is perfect for this sweater weather. <laughs> I am so excited because the man behind the music is here with me now to discuss his evolution in the music industry and what fans can look forward to this upcoming holiday season. Hey, Brett, welcome to the podcast. Janine, how you doing? What's happening? We first fell in love with you back in 2010. So just reflecting back on when your first album hit shelves, how have you grown as an artist? Do you see life differently now than when you first popped onto the scene? It's overwhelming to think back of how much has happened in 10 short years. I think when I first started, I was so just excited to have the opportunity. Didn't really know whole, fully who I was yet because, you know, your first record, you never quite have it all dialed in, but you're you're dancing around it a little bit. And I started to get a fan base when I, I put out my first song was called Raymond. It was about my grandmother who had Alzheimer's. And so that was a really vulnerable song that kind of opened my heart up to the songwriting aspect. And my fans got to see that part of me first. Yeah. And that song went like in the low, low 20s. So it wasn't like a massive hit, but it got me to the dance. And then I I went away for a little bit to make the whole album. And then I made songs like Don't Ya and Beat of the Music and Mean to Me and all these songs. I started to get this big streak of hit songs and, and it just kind of kept going. And then after a few records, I was everything was just going so fast and so well, but it overwhelmed me. And so I, I stepped back and started to do it more on my terms and still learning that from this day to like, okay, make the music that I love be there for myself so I could be there for my fans and the people I love. And and that's kind of where I am now. It's It's been a special journey and I'm very grateful for it. Oh, I love it. Well, I mean, speaking of today, 2022 is really shaping up to be a busy year for you because you'll be hitting the road on a 14-day Christmas tour, which kicks off next month. So uh, what can we tease fans with? Uh, what is it about this magical season that just puts you in the spirit? And, and what are you going to be giving out? Yeah, you know, I grew up being the kid that would crank up Christmas music at 7 a.m. to wake up the family, like Nat King Cole coming through the speakers and Bing Crosby and, and Sinatra. And that was just what I I loved. And I just loved that style. I loved that big band style and kind of the 
just big voices that just kind of grab a hold of you. Whenever I hear Nat King Cole sing, I'm like, oh man, I just feel like a warm blanket is wrapped around me. Yeah. And so to get to make that music myself the way that I loved it and now see it grow to an insane level that I always dreamt about. Because when I started the whole concept, I did a party in Nashville in a basement at a place called the Sutler Lounge. And so I started as an idea. I grew it every year from the basement. It became like this, oh, did you get a ticket to the Red Elders Christmas show or whatever? And then I recorded Glow with the orchestra in New York City with the big band and the jazz. And then it just grew to be this this thing that like we put the record out. My fans didn't even bat an eye at it. They're like, I love this. I love that. Well, I, I got to ask you this. It's Christmas season, but it's also cuffing season. And you have some very romantic Christmas songs on there. So so I mean, who are we singing about this season, Brett? I'm in a good place mentally. You know, I'm getting there. You know, it's like relationship wise, you know, I think I, I think there's a lot of uh, wonder and romance to the idea of love at Christmas. And so like I got to I love my family and everything and and don't have that like person I share my life with exactly. But I'm very open to it and I'm getting closer by the day and I'm very optimistic. And I think this music, it's kind of romanticized. And when I listen to this music, it's making me think of the most vulnerable sides of myself and what I hope I can find in somebody else. And I think that's what this music brings out. So I think this time of year it is, I guess, did you call it coupling season? Is that what you call it? Cuffing season. Oh, never. Oh, wow. Cuffing season. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I haven't, I haven't, not yet, but. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. This could be the year. Laws of attraction. It's coming your way, Brett. Well, thank you so much for just coming on and making this New Music Friday extra special. Guys, make sure to check him out on tour later this year. It is going to be dazzling. Yeah. Put your, put your best dress on, your best suit and enjoy the holiday season with me. All right, you guys, it's time to talk about the sport that everyone I know is talking about. Pickleball. And no, despite the name, it has nothing to do with a tasty addition to your sandwich. It's been growing in popularity for the last few years and, well, the last few days after Tom Brady took time off from worrying about his marriage to announce he's investing in a pickleball team. But even before that, it has really exploded across the map this year. Tennis courts coast to coast are being converted to pickleball courts, and it's getting big here in California. My son even asked if he could take an after-school pickleball class, and I'm over here like, I know it's a thing, but why? And also, what is it? So to help me serve up some knowledge is People's Sports Editor, Julie Maziata. Hey, Julie, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. Julie, what is pickleball? (laughs) So fascinatingly, it has nothing to do with pickles. It's actually been around since the 60s. There were three dads out in Washington State, apparently on vacation together, and they were bored trying to entertain their kids. And they found some old tennis paddles, a plastic ball in their shed, kind of like a wiffle ball. And they set up a badminton net and started playing. Wait, so it's like tennis, badminton, like what? what is it? <laughs> yeah, every, every sport in one, basically. I would say it's the closest to tennis. You have doubles or singles. You can do it indoors or outdoors. You have a racket that is like a badminton racket. So it's smaller than a tennis racket, but then the ball is much bigger than a tennis ball. It's close to a wiffle ball and a little heavier. You're serving underhand rather than the tennis overhand throw. And one thing that's interesting about it is the scoring is totally different. 
only the team that is serving can score points. So they're serving and racking up points until they have a fault. And then the other side gets to give it a try. How do you win? So the games are typically played up till you get to a score of 11. But like tennis, you also have to win by two. And then in professional tournament leagues, they're typically played to 15 or 21. Got it. But why have we seen this game just blow up? Like, what is the it factor here? Why do people love it so much? Yeah, I think what's great about it is truly anyone can play this game. It's just become the fastest growing sport in America. They have had a 40% increase in players since 2019. Wow. Yeah, it caters to people of all ages and athletic abilities. I know for me, I only heard about it because all of my friends' retired parents had started picking it up. Yeah, so, you know, like any sport or hobby, there are people who practice and take it more seriously, but you can also just do it for fun. Wow. Wait, so can you go pro in pickleball? Yeah, so believe it or not, there are professionals in this sport. There's a group called Major League Pickleball that is just growing and expanding. They currently have 12 teams, um, each with pairs of two men and two women. But it is getting bigger and bigger. I think every week, basically, we've had announcements about different sports stars getting into the league. On Tuesday, Tom Brady announced that he's invested in a Major League Pickleball team other athletes, LeBron James, Drew Brees, Draymond Green, and Kevin Love, they're all joining in. It's just getting huge. And then even bigger, Stephen Colbert is, just announced that he's going to start a celebrity pickleball tournament. It's got Will Ferrell, Max Greenfield, Emma Watson, Tig Notaro. It's going to be on CBS. That's how mainstream it's getting. <laughs> oh, pickleball has just gone out of the stratosphere. Last but not least, do you have plans to get yourself involved, maybe join one of these teams. So I have yet to try it out, but I've been meaning to here in D.C., actually at the Watergate Hotel, they do glow-in-the-dark pickleball at night and with pickleball-themed drinks and snacks. So I, I really need to get myself down there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm signing up. Thank you. That's what I needed. <laughs> the drinks and the snacks involved. <laughs> oh, Julie, thank you so much for stopping by and just enlightening me. Yeah, happy, happy to sing the praises of pickleball. <laughs> Our final story this Friday is, of course, something to make you smile. And guys, it's a Disney-style love story. A video featuring newlyweds AJ and Alyssa Raphael has been circulating as they thank their guests for attending their big day. And trust me when I say it is so much better than the classic, we have to thank the caterer speech you heard at your cousin's wedding last month. Instead of those traditional thank yous, this Filipino couple opted instead to thank their friends, family, and wedding vendors in song. To craft what may be the best thank you speech of all time, the couple rewrote songs from Disney movies, including Hercules, The Little Mermaid, and Mulan, to match the specifics of their wedding. They then performed their mashup at their reception, which began with AJ singing his rewritten version of Go the Distance. I have often dreamed to be wed like this, where a great warm welcome would be waiting for us, where the crowds would cheer when they see us kiss, and our family saying, this is where we're meant to be. Following the groom's performance, the bride, who may have a future on Broadway, I have to say, chimed in with an adorable rendition of Part of Your World. We got memoirs, the amazing people. Memoirs. We got sacred church drinks, the Charles Bar. Charles Bar. You want Hello Hello? 
We got Magnolia. The couple then finished their medley together, singing about their love for their friends and family in the style of reflection. I just love weddings, especially when a bride and groom make it their own. And Alyssa and AJ really did. I hope their marriage is like a whole new world with a hundred thousand things to see. (laughs) Had to slip in a little Aladdin in there. On that happy note, I send you into your weekend. Thanks for spending a piece of your Friday with us. Have a great weekend and we'll see you Monday on People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Amy Machado, and Madison Lesby, edited by Morgan Foose, Carter Wogan, and Michael Aquino, and made with help from Patrick Vermillion and the great team at Pod People. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs. Our show is associate produced by Eliza Sessler and Fallon Harge, and executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman. <laughs>